Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Advanced stats for the conference championship games right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Jacob Gibbs getting ready for the weekend. All right, Jacob, I have... Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon in my FanDuel lineup and my DraftKings lineup. Am I am I making a mistake? I think that they all could go off. I think, yeah, we get a big shootout here, and you definitely could be fine in that lineup. Are you bringing it back to some Chiefs players? Tyreek Hill. All right. Yeah, I think you're good. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't know if I have any others, but uh, yeah, I think that's it, actually. But there's only two good Chiefs players, you know. Maybe you want to throw a little Pringle in there or whatever. But uh, um, anyway, tell me about the, the Bengals offensively. Yeah, I'm uh, most excited for the perimeter receivers here. I'm in a matchup against a Chiefs defense that's really aggressive, plays a, uh, a ton of man coverage and a ton of press coverage, and then also blitzes a lot. Um, everything we, we saw Stefan Diggs bust in a similar spot last week, but everything does set up well on paper for T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Um, so we'll start with man coverage. The, Chief, the Chiefs play man coverage more than any team left in the playoffs. Uh, they're top eight in man coverage during the regular season. And T. Higgins has been 20% more likely to draw target when facing man coverage. Jamar Chase has been 12% more likely when facing man coverage as opposed to zone coverage. Um, and then Higgins' yard per out run rate is up to 2.4 uh, versus man coverage, which was 15th among wide receivers during the regular season. And Jamar Chase's was all the way up to 3.4, which was third in the NFL among wide receivers uh, versus man coverage. And then also when you look at win blitz, um, which the Chiefs blitz at the highest rate of any team, Remaining in the playoffs, um, Jamar Chase has been 40% more likely to draw target win blitz as opposed to when Joe Burrow has not been blitzed. He's been targeted one of the highest rate of any receiver when blitz, which is actually pretty unusual for the type of routes that he runs. Um, but I would expect him to be leaned on really heavily in this matchup. And then T. Higgins also has been 29% more likely to draw target win blitz as opposed to when not blitz. Both receivers have seen their rates go up as well when facing press coverage. So everything sets up really well for those two guys. I like the spot for Joe Mixon as well. The Chiefs give up a ton of receptions, receiving yards, the running backs. So really good spot for all of them. The two receivers are the ones I'm the most focused on. All right, let's go to the NFC then and talk about San Francisco. Last week, I think you talked about the Rams playing a lot of cover three. Mm-hmm. So how does that uh, how does that you know look facing the 49ers? Yeah, so the Rams use cover three at the second highest rate of any team during the regular season. 43% of the time defensively, they're using cover three. Um, And Jimmy Garoppolo, believe it or not, led the NFL in yards per attempt Mm. and completion percentage versus cover three. Better than any quarterback uh, when facing cover three. Uh, Of course, a lot of that has to do with his pass catchers. He also led the NFL in yards after the catch per um, attempt versus cover three. Um, And so then, you know, that intuitively brings us to... 
Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Uh, Debo Samuel has been targeted on 34% of his routes versus cover three, uh, which is up 69% um, from his target per route run rate when facing any other type of coverage. Mm. Um, and he's averaged 4.6 yards per route run, uh, which is up 138% compared to his uh, efficiency versus all of the coverage schemes. And this is not an insignificant sample size. It's 150 routes. Um, so, I, I mean, it's it's obviously a little bit inflated, but still, like, He's been by far the best player when facing cover three in the NFL. 4.6 yards per out run for Debo Samuel. The next highest is Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams at 3.2. Wow. The league average is 1.6. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and then actually George Kittle has also seen a, a small boost, not nearly as big as Debo Samuel, but he's been better against cover three as well. Um, so I think we'll see Jimmy Garoppolo really, you know, focus on these two players. Brandon Ayuk has been 20% less likely to draw target when facing cover three. I think it'll be focused on Samuel and Kittle, a lot of dump offs to those guys, and just hope that the catch and run um, is, you know, enough to succeed as, as we've seen during the regular season. Um, so I, I would be focused on those two, especially Debo Samuel, given the rushing role he's seen lately. Okay, I do have George Kittle in my lineup. I also have Brandon Ayuk. Now you're making me rethink it, but um, we'll see. All right, last one here is Matthew Stafford. So he's playing pretty well right now, and uh, what you know, what do we expect from him? I know you're going to talk about Van Jefferson, and he, Van Jefferson is just not getting any mm-hmm. targets lately, a very, very few. What are we thinking about Matthew Stafford this week? So Stafford is facing a defense that plays a ton of zone coverage, um, and Stafford has some of the most um, interesting man zone splits of any quarterback in the NFL. Um, typically, quarterbacks are more aggressive when facing man coverage in terms of throwing downfield, but that actually has not been the case. For Matthew Stafford, um, his average depth of target versus man coverage is actually just below the league average. But when facing zone coverage, his average depth of target is 20% above the league average. Um, He's been more likely to target downfield. And then if you look at his receivers or his pass catchers, um, who's really stood out against zone coverage is Van Jefferson. Um, Weirdly enough, he's been targeted at a much higher rate versus zone than man, which, again, this is all highly atypical for like downfield targets. But that has been the case with Van Jefferson this year. And if you go back and look at his Detroit days, um, it was the same thing with Stafford. He was more likely to throw downfield when facing zone compared to the league average than he was versus man. Um, and then they're facing a San Francisco defense that actually has the, I want to say the fourth highest opponent average depth of target. Yeah, the third highest opponent average depth of target in um, situation neutral. Um, so like when the scores within six points, their opponents are attacking them aggressively downfield. And they've been successful as well. Um, they had the fourth highest passer rating on targets that went 15 or more air yards uh, during the regular season. So it has not been great for Van Jefferson lately, but if you're looking for, you know, a sneaky play that is cheap and probably not going to get a ton of ownership, I think Jefferson is a guy who like actually could, you know, play really well in this matchup, just given what we have on paper here. Um, So yeah, just a name to throw out there because like, who else are you paying down for? You know, Pringle you mentioned, but other than that, there's really not a lot to like. So you you have to diversify somehow, you know, you have to try to, Make your mark with somebody that uh, nobody else is taking. All right, that's Jacob Gibbs. I'm Adam Azer. Thanks so much. Enjoy the games this weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday with a recap of Sunday's action.